right? The word is money masnison. Today's daf is chavtes. It's page twenty nine in Sachim. and we are one line from the bottom of daf chavches amud beis. Zok the Gemara. That yesterday we learned a that Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Zaglili have a three way machlekes as to who, uh, as to what is the halacha about chametz sha'avar lav hapesach, along with the six hours of the day prior to Pesach. You over in say you over a lav, you're not over. How does it work? Okay, so. The Gemara went through these three opinions, and the Gemara said that due to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Sagili holding what they hold, which we're about to repeat, and the Gemara is going to explain it, all three of them may not be the Tana of our Mishnah. Now, our Mishnah on Amud Aleph had said, I'm sorry, on the bottom of Chavzayin um, Amud Beis, where are we? No, our Mishra, I was right. The Mishra on the bottom of Dav Chav Chesamad Aleph said that Chametz Shal Nachri, Shavalava Pesach, Chametz of a guy that was Avalava Pesach, um, is Mutter Bahana, is permitted to benefit from. So now the Gemara is going to explain that actually there is a possibility that these three opinions may fit in very well with the Halacha of our Mishnah, and here we go. Money Masnison. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah that holds that Chametz Sha'avar Lava Pesach is allowed to benefit from if it's owned by a guy and not permitted to benefit from if it is owned by a Yid? So says the Gemara like this: E Reb Yehuda, if it is Reb Yehuda, who held that it was a lav Chametz Stamakama, right? That's not possible because Reb Yehuda holds that any Chametz Sha'avar Lava Pesach is going to be a problem. which means even a Nachri is not going to be allowed, you're not going to be allowed to benefit from the chametz of Anachri that was of our love of Pesach. The Reb Shimon, and if the time of our Mishnah is Rebbe Shimon, top of today's daf, who held that it wasn't even a lav, so the Yisrael Nami Mishra Kashari. It should even be allowed to benefit from chametz of our Pesach of a Yid. So he also is not going to fit in well with our Mishnah on Amad Aleph. And if the Tana is Rebbeisi Aglili, Afilu Teich Nami Mishra Kashari Bana, even Teich he holds that even on Pesach itself, the only Isser is Achila, there's no Isser Hana'a. And our Mishnah that uh, allows uh, Hana'a of a guy, when a guy owns it and it's Chom Mishra Pesach would be. Uh, a total lack of a chiddush because it's even mutter bahana on Pesach, no matter who owns it. So our Mishnah does not fit in with any of these three opinions. So Rav Bar Yaakov explains really the time of our Mishnah who allows hana by chametz of the Pesach of a guy, but does not allow hana from chametz of the Pesach of a yid is Reb Yehuda. And really, his home car, his whole source is he's going to learn out something like yeast, something that causes leaven of Achila from Sa'ar Dere'iya. The prohibition of eating leaven is going to be learned out from the prohibition of to even own or to see leaven. Masa'ar Dere'iya, just like by seeing chametz in your domain, it's only not permitted to see your own chametz, but it is permitted to see somebody else's chametz. You're allowed to walk into the supermarket. Owned by a guy, Vishal Gavaya, even a lettuce chametz that's owned by Hektish, as long as it's not yours and you don't own it, Akobaseder. Afsar Dachila, so too the Sa'ar, the Isser of eating, Shalchayat Eichel, means you can't eat your own chametz, Shavalava Pesach, Avalata Eichel, Shalacherim, Vishal Gavaya. But you would be permitted to eat the Sa'ar of, of uh, a guy. Or the sa'ar of of uh, hektish memela, um, there's no iser to get hanaa from really midiraisa. There's no there's no iser to get any sort of hanaa from chametz sha'avar lava pesach of a guy ubedinhu. And really, really, it should be if you would look at the mishnah, which says that you're allowed to benefit from a guy, you're not allowed to benefit from a yid. Really, bedinhu di boy le'lemis nadafilu bachilanamishar. 
The Mishnah, according to this, should have really said that not only are you allowed to benefit from Chametz Shavla Vapesach Havagai, you're even allowed to eat Chametz Shavla Vapesach Havagai. Remember when we read the Mishnah, we said, hey, that's a, it's interesting. The Mishnah said, you're allowed to benefit from Chametz Shavla Vapesach that a guy owned. Why can't I eat it? We know the Maisa, you could, right? You're allowed to go to Shnooks Matzah Yomtif. You're allowed to go to a supermarket Matzah Yomtif and buy their Chametz, even though they owned it on Pesach. So why did the Mishnah only say that you're allowed to benefit from Chametz Sha'avala Vapesach of a guy. So really, says the Gemara, it should have said you could eat it. Because that really is the halacha. You may eat Chametz Sha'avala Vapesach of a guy after Pesach. You're allowed to eat it, no problem. However, but since we were dealing with the halacha, that Chametz that passed over Pesach of a Yid is not even permitted to benefit from, so we just we, we kept with that same expression of mutabana because that's a proper um, uh, we're, we want to show opposites. We want to show the contrast between the extent that a yid is not allowed to uh, use it, which means you can't even benefit if it's owned by a yid. Then we say you may benefit when owned by a guy, but it doesn't mean to exclude eating. You actually may eat may eat of a guy as well. We just mentioned hana because. That is, you know, that's keeping with the same words. And also, really the Mishnah could have used the words, I'm even allowed to get Hana from the Chametz of a guy on Pesach. Okay? So, we have a question and we have an answer. What was the question? The question was the entire previous Amr from the bottom of Amr Aleph until today, which was, who's the time of our Mishnah? It can't be Rabbi Huda, it can't be Rabbi Shimon, it can't be Rabbi Yisaglili. The answer is, today's Gemara, that really, Rabbi Achabar Yaakov explains that the Tana may be Rabbi Yehuda. I, if it's Rabbi Yehuda, um, uh, uh, if it's Rabbi Yehuda who's machmir, so why am I allowed to benefit from chametz of a guy, and I'm not allowed to benefit from chametz of a yid? The answer is because he's learning out the halacha of eating from the halacha of seeing of a guy, and the same way I'm allowed to see the chametz of a guy, I'm allowed to eat and benefit from the chametz of a guy. The only transgression that we have, the lav and the taira, prior to Pesach and after Pesach, is specific the chametz that's owned by Yid. Period. So we have one answer. Another pshat. Another potential answer as to who the Tana of our Mishnah is. So one way is Rabbi Yehuda. Here's another way. Rav Hamar. Rav says, you know what? It doesn't necessarily need to be Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon. Really? The Tana of our Mishnah can even be Rabbi Shimon. Now, Rabbi Shimon, let's remind ourselves, was of the opinion that if you eat chametz prior to Pesach, that half a day on Erev Pesach, or you eat chametz over Alava Pesach, you transgress an assay. He didn't hold it was a lav. He held it was an assay. Says Rav Elam Rabbi Shimon. Really, it's Rabbi Shimon. Aye, according to Rabbi Shimon, there's no problem of Chametz Sha'avar Lava Pesach. Rabbi Shimon Kondis, Rabbi Shimon agrees that even though Midaraisa, there's no transgression of Chametz Sha'avar Pesach, but Midarabonon, they fine us. It's a fine, it's a kanas. Since you already over an Avera, why'd you leave this in your domain? Why'd you, why'd you hold on to the Chametz? What are you doing? If you did the Avera, we're going to Kanas you. We're going to Kanas you. And therefore, Reb Shimon can be the Tan of our Mishnah. And when the Mishnah says that you're allowed to eat the Chametz of Pesach of Agai, you're allowed to benefit from the Chametz of Pesach of Agai, and you're not, you're not allowed to benefit from Chametz of Pesach of Ayid, it's dealing with Halachamid Rabbana. We thought the Mishnah was Dairaisa, and therefore Reb Shimon doesn't work out. Answer is no, the, the whole Allah of the Mishnah is Midrabonon, and Rav Shimon may be the Tan. Rav Shimon works out, he'll agree that it's a Knas. Says the Gemara. Okay, so we have two approaches. 
We have Rav Achav, Yaakov's approach, that Rabbi Yehuda could be the Tana, and we have Rav's approach that Rabbi Shimon could be the Tana. Says the Gemara, Bishlam Rav. It is understandable, it makes sense. According to Rava, who holds the Tana of our Mishas, Rabbi Shimon, and we're only dealing with a Dindarabonon. Sahainu Diktani. That's why the Mishnah says, Shal Yisrael Aser, that you're not allowed to benefit from Chametz of the Bezach of Yisrael, Mishum Shanemar La Because it says, Bal Now, according to Rava's explanation, let's talk this outside. According to Rava's explanation, that the Tana is Rabbi Shimon. And the whole reason why I'm not allowed to benefit from Chomet Sha'avel of the Pesach is a Knas Midrabanan that the Torah previously said. The Torah previously said, You're not allowed to own it, you're not allowed to find Chomet in your domain. And since you did that on Pesach, the Rabbanon are going to knas you. Oh, so the reason why you can't benefit, is that's why the Mishnah says, Yisrael's Asr, because it says, La'ira. Because Ba'ira, Ba'imatza is the whole source for the rabbinic decree. But according to Rabbi Yaakov, who says the title of our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that Midairaisa, it's a lot of Chomets, of Lava Pesach, because La'yayachel Chomets. So Mishum La'yayachel Chomets, Here's the Kasha, to put it simply. If you turn back to the bottom of Chav Ches Amad Aleph, bottom of Chav Ches Amad Aleph, look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, The Chomets of a guy, Chomets on Nachri, Sha'avar Olav of Pesach, Mutter Bahana. Vishel Yisrael, Aser Bahana. Why? Shenemar lo yira elacha, se'ar. What's the source of the halacha of the Mishnah? Bal yira'e. Not lo yeyachel. The reason why I'm not allowed to benefit after Pesach is not because of the puzzle of Yochav. If you're going to hold that the Tanah Reb Yehuda, and it's a lav to eat your chametz of a Pesach, so it's lo yachal chametz. It's said three times. One for before Pesach, one for on Pesach, one for after Pesach. The source is not lo yeroe chametz. The source for chametz of a Pesach is lo yeyachel. So if the Tanah Reb Yehuda, the Mishnah is re- listing the wrong Pasuk. But if the Tanah is Reb Shimon, who says, listen, the Torah says, you're not allowed to own chametz. You own chametz? I'm going to knas you. So now it makes sense why the Mishnah is listing that pasuk. That's the kasha. Gavaldi kasha. Again, according to Rava, who holds the Tanah's Rebbe Shimon, Gavaldi. But according, it's a proper pasuk. But according to Rav Achabar Yaakov, that the Tanah's Rebbe Yehuda, who holds that it's a lav after Pesach, of lo yachel. So why did the Mishnah say the reason why you can't eat it is because lo yachel It's the wrong puzzle. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers. Do you think the Pasuk of lo yachel is telling me the reason why the chametz of a Yid may not be eaten? No. Areshakai. The Pasuk of Leira, Lechasa'ar, is telling me why if a guy owns it, it's permitted to benefit. It's not telling me why a Yid can't benefit. It's telling me why Chomets of a guy, I may benefit. And let's read the Mishnah now, like Rabbi Echabriyak. Chomets on Nachri Shavlava Pesach. When you have Chomets owned by a guy that was owned by him over Pesach, Motor bahano that you're allowed to gain uh, benefit from. You know why? On that halacha, the Mishnah is saying, You can't have your own chametz. The reason why you can benefit from a guy is because only us are to own it by yourself. So here's the Gavaldic Ateretz. The question was, according to Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Achav Yaakov, who holds the Tanah Rabbi Yehuda, it shouldn't have said in the Mishnah, oh, lo It should have said, lo yachel. And for the Gemara, you're misunderstanding why the Pasuk is there. The Pasuk of Mishum Shanamar lo is going back on the Reisha. What was the first halach of the Mishnah? The Chomets of a guy you're allowed to benefit from. Why? 
That's the reason why. It's that halacha that later on the Mishnah says, Lairo lachasar. The reason why you're allowed to benefit from the chum, from the chumza Pesach of a non-Jew is because it's only usher for a yidtoni. So it was never usher in the first place for the guy. Mimela, I'm allowed to benefit. So that's how Rabbi Chaver Yaakov is going to understand the Mishnah. Okay? Basically, halacha number one, halacha number two, and then the Mishnah is going to be bringing a raya for halacha number one. And the reason why Rabbi Chaver Yaakov and Rava hold what they hold and explain the Mishnah the way they explain is because it's consistent with their own reasoning. The itmar, because we learned elsewhere. The person who eats sar of a guy that was owned over Pesach, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rav Omar, like a Rav, is going to say, you're high of Malkus, because it's a lav, sheyesh by maisa. It's a lav, sheyesh by maisa. It's a lav with an action. Rav Achbar Yaakov Omar, ain't like it. Rav Achbar Yaakov is going to say, ain't like it, there's no chiyav Malkus. Rav Omar, like it, Rabbi says, you do get Malkus, like Yalaf Rabbi Yudah, Sa'ar, Dachil, Misa'ar, Dere'iyah, and Memela. Once it's forbidden to uh, eat, it's forbidden to benefit from. Rabbi Achim, Rabbi Yaakov, Amar, Eina, like Rabbi Achim, Yaakov is going to say, there's no Chiyah Malkus, Yalaf Sa'ar, Dachil, Misa'ar, Dere'iyah, and the same way, if you just own something over Pesach, there's no action over there, and therefore you're not going to get Malkus, so too, the Sa'ar, Dachil, is also not going to be a Chiyah Malkus. Gewaldic. Period. Says the Gemara Azai. Now that we have Rav Bar Yaakov's explanation that Rabbi Yehuda is the Tana, okay, don't, uh, don't jump ship right now. Now that we have Rav Bar Yaakov telling us Rabbi Yehuda is the Tana, and we have Rav telling us Rav Shimon is the Tana, and we had to go back and forth to explain Mamish why Rav Bar Yaakov held what he held, and why each one's consistent and sticking to their guns, says the Gemara, it happens to be that it's not true. It's not true. Lamaisa, practically speaking, there's no real machlaikas about this. Why? Because Vahadar be Ravacha bar Yaakov really does not hold the Mishnah's Reb Yehuda. He said that originally, but ultimately he backed out. Titania. How do I know that? We learned in the A person who eats chametz of hektish on Yom Tiv, so it's considered mayol hektish, right? You you benefited personally from hektish, and you you transgressed. It's called meilim. And some say It's not considered meilim. Okay. All right, because. It's really chametz. It's still in the category of chametz as opposed to being in the category of hektish. Man yesh aimrim. Who is the yesh aimrim who say that it's not considered me'ila if it's chametz on Pesach? Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, Rabbi Nechunya ben Hakanahi. The Tana is Rabbi Nechunya ben Hakana. Now, why would the Tana be Rabbi Nechunya ben Hakana? Because the Tanya of Rebbechuni ben would would uh, consider Yom Kippur to be like Shabbos when it comes to paying back uh, to paying back money. What does that mean? Ma Shabbos, just like on Shabbos, just like on Shabbos, if a person is high of Misa with a Misa Shabbos. And that with the same action, he's going to be obligated in money. You're only going to obligate him in misa. So too, on Yom Kippur, you're going to be high of misa, and you're going to be potter from tashlumen. So this is a very interesting halacha, which is based upon the words kimle b'derabamine, or as my fourth grade rebbe used to sing, kimle b'derabamine, da na na na. He had a whole uh, song that he would teach us the first time we were introduced that. And that's like this. When a person does one action, and that one action obligates you in two things, i.e., for example, somebody takes a gun, shoots a bullet into somebody else's heart, with Edim, Hasra, everything. Does he have to pay for the guy's shirt? No. Dalach is Kimle Bedramine. If you're Chay of Misa, you don't need to pay $15 for the shirt. It's Allah in the Torah that 
you don't say, oh, you have a visa plus 15 bucks. If you did one action that obligates you financially and obligates you in Misa, you're only going to get the more severe punishment. That's the rule of Kimlei Bidarab Mine. Okay? Um, uh, the, a classic example of the Gemara is it's talking about uh, Aish. You're not allowed to light a fire. Um, now, there's a machlaikas whether a person who lights a fire is Chayav Misa. If we do paskin that somebody lights a fire is Chayav Misa, if we don't paskin that it's only allowed and there is a Chayav Misa, so if there's Edom and Asra telling somebody else not to set fire to somebody else's property, and he does it, he's not going to have to pay for the property. He's going to be Chayav only Skila for, for uh, the Chil Shabbos. Okay? So if Chayim and Akana hold that the same halacha of Hilcha Shabbos, of Kimle Bidrabamine, will apply to the halacha of Yom Kippur as well. The Mela, if a person eats chametz on Pesach, Edom and Asra, Yechayev Kares. Okay? Since Yechayev Kares, on the Edom and on, on the on the Achilas Pesach, uh, Achilas Chametz Pesach, you're not going to have to pay back Hektish, for, you're not going to have to pay for the Me'ila fine. Because you're already Chayev Kares, which is a more harsher punishment. That is the uh, opinion of Yechone Ben Akane, and the Me'ila Rabbi Yechanan holds that he's the Yesh Aymrim. Okay, so again, this is like a new story. We said Rabbi Achabar Yaakov didn't hold it's Rabbi Yehuda because we learned in Abraisa, a person who eats chametz shall hektish on Pesach. That's how it's called. A person who eats chametz shall hektish on Pesach, on purpose. The Tanakama said, it's Me'ila. The Yesh Aymrim said it's not Me'ila. Okay? The, there's a Yesh Aymrim. There's an opinion here. Yesh Aymrim. Some say it's not. If you purposefully eat chametz of Hektish on Pesach, it's not Me'ila. So what, who's the Tana? Rabbi Yechanan says it's of Nechuni ben Akana. Because Nechuni ben Akana holds of Kimle bidarabaminei. And since by me eating chametz on Pesach on purpose, I'm going to get kares. There's no me'ila, because I already have a chi of kares. So that's one approach as to who the yeshayim remim. Why is it not me'ila? Not in a good way, in a bad way, because you're already chayiv kares. Okay. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Yosef says, the paidim is akedosh and achilam leklavim kamefugi. That this machlekes about about uh, eating hektish on Pesach is a machlekes concerning. Whether you were paida hektish, you removed kedusha from hektish, in order to in order to feed it to your dogs, okay. Um, now that's a transgression. You're not allowed if something belongs to hektish. Sometimes you're allowed to redeem hektish for a person's personal use or for various needs. If my dog needs food, that's disrespectful to start redeeming food, making hektish into chulim because I want to feed my dog, okay. All right, so Manda Omar Ma'al, the Mandi Omar who says that if I eat hektish on Pesach is considered me'ila, he'll be of the opinion that you may do that. You're allowed to feed it to your dog. Umanda Omar Loy Ma'al, the one who says it's not considered me'ila, he's going to hold that you're not allowed to redeem it for your dogs. And Memela, the Machlaikas, is going to be a whole different Machlaikas about whether food that belongs to Hekdish only has Kedushas um, Hamaman or Kedushas Aguf. Does it have the Kedusha of the value of the item? And if something only has Kedusha of value, then as soon as I transfer value, I would be allowed to feed it to my dogs? And if it remains, if it has Kedushas Aguf, if it has uh, what we'll call intrinsic Sanctity, intrinsic kedusha. So then, by me, uh, by me redeeming it, is not going to change anything. It's still going to keep this kedusha. Ravacha barava tonala ravacha barava taught lahosh maitza top of amma base mishmei the rav yosef b'halishna the kuli alma ain paydin zagadosh nachila klop. Really, everybody in the brayso holds that you're not allowed to feed to to redeem your kedusha, feed it to your dogs. Vachok b'kolmevigi. So what's the whole machlekes? Bedavar agarim lemam and kamam and dami. 
whether something that can can uh, end up being of benefit, kind of causing uh, financial benefit, is considered money right now. The one who says it's considered holds that something that may lead to financial benefit is considered that has value right now. Just because it could lead to money doesn't mean it has value right now. And Mamela, it's not considered meila um, uh, for eat if you eat uh, if you eat chametz on Pesach that belongs to Hekdesh because right now it doesn't really have any value to me on Pesach itself. After Pesach, it may lead to value. This is a fascinating, fascinating machlekas which gets into money. Money. What is money? Money intrinsically is nothing. Has zero value. Money is something. Everything in this world outside of Tyre, right, has value in a subjective way. It's a very subjective thing. As soon as people don't want it, it loses its value. It's not objective. If there would be too much money, and nobody wants it, so it doesn't. It's not. It's really nothing. There's nothing in the world that has objective value outside of. Ruchnius. Everything has subjective value. And that being the case, that everything has subjective value, they're arguing whether something that can lead to a financial gain is in and of itself considered a financial gain. This, that, again, something that leads to a financial gain, is that also considered money? We know it is. Wall Street, the stock market. Yeah, nothing, the whole thing's fake. There's no real money there. It's speculation. It's a whole trillion dollar thing based upon speculation. There's a chance you might down the road and it's not, but it's speculation. The machlekes, the Gemara over here is in halacha, do we give intrinsic, do, do we give financial value to something that doesn't exist right now, but does exist? And the Machlechus is, do you need to have hard cash? Or even the step prior is considered, uh, is considered a financial gain. Everybody agrees that if, if something can eventually lead to a financial gain, it's already considered money. And here there's Machlechus, the one who says it's not considered me'ilak Rav Yehuda. Holds like Rav Yehuda holds it's a Cham Shavah Pesach is a lav. Uman Damer Ma, the one who says this is considered Meila, holds like Rabbi Shimon, who uh, holds like Rabbi Shimon, who allows Chametz Shavod Lava Pesach um, to be benefited from and probably even eaten. And Mamela, since you're going to be allowed to benefit from this after Pesach, even on Pesach it has value. I on Pesach itself, I can't eat, I can't benefit. Doesn't matter. Since something that will lead to future benefit has value, and according to Rabbi Shimon, there is a future benefit because I'm allowed to eat Chamesh of Lava Pesach. Memela, if I eat Hektish on Pesach, it's Meila. It's Meila. Because the Chametz that I ate has value because in seven days' time, I would have been permitted to eat it. But according to Rabbi Huda, I wouldn't have been permitted to eat it, so there's no Meila there. Because it never has financial ben- there's no finances there's no finances now because there's no finances later since i wouldn't have been allowed to eat it later so there's no uh, uh, there's no uh, financial loss to hectish and me let's not consider me okay says the gemara ashila we're now going to ask on rabakhbar yakov in and of himself rabakhbar yakov again the Gemara had asked, who's the time of our Mishnah? Rav Bar Yaakov said it's Rabbi Yehuda, and Rava said it's Rabbi Shimon. Now we're going to ask on how Rav Bar Yaakov could be of the opinion that it's Rabbi Yehuda. But Rav Bar Yaakov, who the Gemara, it's Rav Bar Yaakov himself, who holds the Rav Yehuda Yalav Saar Dachil Misar Diria, that the eating of Saar is learned, the prohibition is learned out from the owning and seeing of Saar. And Memela, who's allowed to, who's not allowed to own chametz? A yid is not allowed to own his own chametz. 
but aren't you allowed to see chametz of a guy? There's a view to agree you're allowed to walk into shnuts. Yeah. Why? Because it says You just can't see your own chametz. See somebody else's. Are you allowed to see chametz of hektish? Yeah. Because You can't see your own. But you're allowed to see shell hektish. So if the whole source of Rabbi Yehuda is the pasuk of so then the chametz of hektish is allowed on Pesach. But according to our interpretation, it's, I don't understand, it's me'ila. This is the proof, it must be Ravach of Yaakov. That's why he ultimately backed out, because the whole source that he has to fit Rabbi Yehuda in doesn't work out with all the sheetas of Rabbi Yehuda. And Mamela, he ultimately backed out. And right now, what are we left with? Money, Masnison. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah on Chav Ches Amud Aleph? Who holds that you're allowed to benefit from Chamesh of the Pesach of a guy, but you're not allowed to benefit from Chamesh of the Pesach of a Yid? It's all, the only possibility is Rabbi Shimon. It can't be Rabbi Yehuda anymore. Ravashi Yomar Ravashi says, the Kuliyama in Paidin. Everybody agrees that we're not paide hektish, and you're not allowed to do that. Lachilas klavim to feed them to dogs. And everybody agrees that also on Pesach itself, even though it can ultimately um, lead to a benefit, it's lav kamamendami. And here it's it's the one who says that it's considered meila when you eat the the chametz shal hektish on Pesach. Rabbi Yaisi is going to hold like Rabbi Yaisi Akvili who holds that Chametz Shavalav Pesach is Mutter Midairaisa and Mamela the Chametz of Hektish has value and now it's considered Meila. The one who says Nagazimil holds like the Rabbanon who holds that Chametz Shavalav Pesach is Aserbana, you're not allowed to benefit, and Mamela even on Pesach already, even at that stage, it's not considered to have value. Period. We are done with this whole discussion as to who is the Tana of our Mishnah. Completely done. Two dots. A little bit less than halfway down on Chavtes Amud Beis. This next Gemara is going to discuss... Nullification. Alright? In general, we know in the laws of Kashra, something is Batal Bashishan. Midirabon. The rabbis say something is null, has to be nullified in 60 to be allowed to eat it. Mida Oraisa, biblically, anything when it comes to regular foods, anything that's rive, you follow rive, you follow majority. So, really, biblically, if I have 51% kosher and 49% not kosher, it's kosher biblically. That's the rule. Raiv wins. Rubai kikulai. Majority is like everything. If you have a Bezdin with 70 sages and 36 hold one way and 34 hold the other way, all 70 paskin like the 36. Rubai kikulai. It's like the entire Bezdin gave that psak. The Rabbanon change it, and the Rabbanon, for safety and security, say that you need Bittel Bashishim in general. This be nullified in 60, and it, the reason for that is because that gets rid of the taste. Uh, the Rabbanon established that once something is Bittel Bashishim, it gets rid of the taste. There's exceptions to the Bittel Bashishim rule. If something is exceedingly sharp, and you can notice the taste anyway, even if it's less than the 60th, it's not Bittel. That's Halacha Lemaisa. Also, if something's a barrier. If something's a complete entity that's in there, it's also not Bata Bashishim, right? If an ant falls into a chalant, you have to take the ant out. You can't just say it's Bata Bashishim. It's an entire barrier that also doesn't have Hilchas Bittal. The discussion we're going to touch on now is, what about Chametz? If I have 51% 
kosher lepesach, and 49% chametz. Am I okay? Is there bittel b'shishu? What's the halacha of mixtures? Okay? What ha- at, at what point, and if there's a difference here, here's where it's going to be gishmak. If there is a difference between hilchas Pesach and hilchas rest of the year, so is there a difference if the chametz gets mixed into the matzah prior to Pesach? Or on Pesach? What about Chametz Ravlava Pesach gets mixed in with Chametz after Pesach? Is there nafkaminas? When it happens? How much? So this is going to be the sugya. Let's go. Omar Rav. Rav says, Chametz Bismanai. If Chametz gets mixed in with, I'm just going to use the word matzah. Okay? But whenever I use the word, whenever we use the word matzah, it means kosher the Pesach. Say it? All right. So chametz gets mixed in with matzah on Pesach, bein b'minoi. Whether it is chametz dika matzah and Pesach dika matzah, bein shalay b'minoi. Whether it's chametz dika uh, matzah with Pesach dika uh, uh, potato starch. Also, this mixture is going to be also on Pesach. There's no bittel of chametz but by a mixture. Shaloi bismanai. What about, Rashi says, after Pesach? I have chametz sha'avar lava Pesach that it's after Pesach. I'm not allowed to benefit from the chametz because I owned it on Pesach. And now my uh, Cheerios falls in, my, my Cheerios after Pesach, which was fine because I bought after Pesach, falls in with my Cheerios that I had over Pesach. So biminai aser, if it's the same in my Cheerios, I'm not allowed to eat it. Shalai b'minai mutter. But in Shalai b'minai, it is allowed. So if I have Cheerios that were chametz shavalava pesach, that falls into my general chametz, that's not in the same species as Cheerios, so it will follow the majority. Which halal, what are we dealing with over here? If we're talking about where the Chametz that's forbidden for me to eat gives flavor. Why after Pesach am I allowed to eat? Am I allowed to follow the majority and possibly be allowed to eat it? The forbidden food is given off flavor. It must be when a little bit, it's not that oh, you have right, 51 to 49, it must be that Allah is. That if I have a little bit of chametz shavlava pesach, that falls into shaloi b'minay, something that's not its kind, and it won't give flavor, then it's okay. Okay. Now, we still need to understand, and this is going to be crucial, why is it that we're more strict on Cheerios that falls into Cheerios than we are on Cheerios that falls into shaloi b'minay? Why, when something is the same min, the same species, the same kind, why are we more strict on it than if it falls into shalai b'minai? Okay, so we need to think about this, and we're going to get clarity in a moment. Chametz Chametz on Pesach. Whether it is its own species, or whether it's different species, going to be aser, rav l'tamei, Rab's consistent with his own reasoning. The Rab Shmuel, Dami Tavayu, Rab and Shmuel both are of the opinion. Call Yisur and Shabbat Taira, any Yisur Taira, even a general Kashrus question. Biminoi b'mashahu. If something falls into its own min, it ruins everything. If I have a little bit of non-kosher Cheerios that falls into kosher Cheerios, Usser. But if it's a different species, different kind, then it is a matter of flavor. Rav Gozar Chametz Bismanah Shalai Bismanah. Rav makes Xera on Chametz Bismanah Yotu Shalai Bismanah. Vishalai Bismanah Biminai Aser. We know that after Pesach, Biminai Aser Kerev Yehuda, that Rev Yehuda held it was a lav, like we learned on the previous daf. Vishalai Bismanah Mutter, and after, and Shalai Bismanah after Pesach. It's going to be allowed. Why? We're going to make a zero of Shalai Bismanai 
that something that's after Pesach and also Shlevimina in a different species. We're going to make a Gzeira, Atumina, Kulia, like Azrinan. So far, we don't go. We're not, we're not, we're, the Rabbanon are never nervous, and this is a general rule in how the Rabbanon make Gzeiras and throughout Shas. The Rabbanon don't make a Gzeira on a Gzeira. They don't make a decree to protect another decree. They make one decree to protect the Torah. They don't make a decree to protect their own decree. That's going to be Rav's take. Shmuel Amar Chometz Bizmanai Biminai Aser. Chometz on Pesach. Its own min is Aser. Shalai Biminai Motor. If it's not its min, then it's allowed. Shalai Bizmanai. But after Pesach, Bein Biminai Vishalai Biminai Motor. Okay. That's the Machlekes between. Um, uh, uh, that's the opinion of both Rav and Shmuel. Now, before I get more into Shmuel's opinion, I want to explain. This is. This is uh, before we go further, we need to explain this. What's this whole concept of something being in its own species? This is a fascinating halacha, okay? Very sensible, but it's contrary to how the human mind would view it. And here's the, here's the deal. Classic example. Somebody's bleeding on Shabbos. Somebody has a gash. I have a red towel to wipe up the blood. And I have a white towel to wipe up the blood. As far as the laws, it says on Shabbos, you're not allowed to dye things a certain color. Tseveya is a problem. You're not allowed to color things on Shabbos. So there's red blood gushing out. And I have a chance to grab a red towel to wipe up the blood or a chance to grab a white towel to wipe up the blood. If you look at Hochus Tzeveya, which towel should I grab? Many of us would say the red one, because it's already red. So by wiping up the blood, you're not dying. If you wipe it up with the white towel, you're making a red Tzeveya. The answer is, that's not true. As far as Hochus Tzeveya is concerned, you're supposed to use the white one. And you're not supposed to use the red one. Why? Because nobody wants blood on their white towel. Built into the halachas of Hilchah Shabbos is to do things in a way where it's actually going to bring you benefit and you're happy with it. So if I use a white towel, I'm bloodying up a white towel. That is preferable to using a red towel that I have no problem making it a little redder. I'm actually, I might even be happy about it. What's the, the red towel? Now I don't need to color it once the, the color starts to be washed away because I got my, my blood helping me out. So when something is its own type, it enhances what was previously there. It's not ruining it. And Mamela, when it comes to halachalamaisa, a person has a ch- choice to wipe up blood with the red or white. You wipe it up with the white one. Because it's not considered seveya. Nobody wants blood on their white towel. Same thing over here with the food. If I have kosher Cheerios that non-kosher falls into, it's going to take more to nullify that non-kosher Cheerio because I don't mind the Cheerio there. And the Cheerio is not, not ruining the flavor of what I have. It's a, if anything... It's keeping or enhancing the flavor. And therefore, it's more difficult to nullify min biminai. When something is a species in its own species, when something falls into its own kind, it's more difficult to nullify it than when a Cheerio falls into, a non-kosher Cheerio falls into a kosher chalant. I don't want the Cheerio taste there, if anything is ruining the taste, it's nice and tamla fagam. I'm not happy that it's there, and therefore it's much easier to say this thing is buckle. Okay, so it's it's crucial to understand this idea. Min biminai. When a non-kosher thing falls into a kosher thing within its own species, it's much more difficult to nullify it and say it's not there because it really is there. Its taste is there. Everything is there. It's much more difficult to nullify it than min b'she'en mean. Let's keep going. Let's understand Shmuel. 
Chometz bizvan aminay aser. Chometz and it's uh, on Pesach. Biminay aser when you have a mixture with its own thing, it's going to be aser. Shmuel letame. Shmuel's consistent with his own svara. The Rabu Shmuel, the Amitavai Rabu Shmuel, both hold. Kol Yisurim shabatayr. When it comes to any transgression, the biminay aser b'mashu. If it's an if it's its own species, so it's never bottle. Non-kosher Cheerio falls into kosher Cheerio, not bottle. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. You can't say that non-kosher is bottle. It's not true. It's flavors there. But lets it dip in flavors, and it depends. If it's a different kind, it depends whether it gives flavor or not. Okay? So we're strict on bim bimina. Shavai biminon, atuminon loy gazer. But Shmuel's going to say that shalai biminai atumina legazrina. That just because I'm strict on mimbiminai is I'm not going to expand that decree onto sha'inai minai. I'm not concerned. Maybe a person will say, oh, once you allow mimbisha'inai minai, you might start to allow mimbiminai. That was Rob's concern. Shmuel doesn't have that concern. Shalai bismanai. When it comes to Chametz, that was Avar Lava Pesach, after Pesach, right? So now it's after Pesach. Bein Beminon, Bein Shalai Beminon, Mutarim. Whether it's with its kind or not with its kind, Mutarim, it is allowed as well. Kirebi Shim. Because of Reb Shimon's opinion, who says that Chametz She'avar Lava Pesach is only Aser as a Knas. It's only forbidden as a fine. Rabbi Yehuda was one who holds it's also midaraisa. It's a lav. If Shimon was of the opinion, the whole thing is midarabonon. And since the whole thing is midarabonon, you're not going to make a decree on a din derabonon. Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon says, Chometz bismanai. If you have Chometz on Pesach, how does a mixture become allowed or not allowed? So Rabbi Yechonon holds, Bein bimina, beishalai biminai. Whether the Chometz was mixed with its own kind or whether it's mixed with not its own kind. Aser benais and tam. He's... Lenient on Mimbimina. Rav and Shmuel both held that that if it's the same kind, you can't nullify it. Like we explained with the towel. Your non-kosher Cheerio falling into kosher Cheerios is enhancing the flavor. It's keeping the flavor. So you, it's not nullified in anything. Rebbe says, no, it can be nullified. Mimbimina is nullified. And if I can create a scenario where the non-kosher or the Chomets Dikha Cheerio that fell in did not affect the flavor at all. Did not give off any taste to the mixture. It's fine. It's still considered bottle. Shalai bismanai and after Pesach bein biminon, bein shalai biminon, mutter, whether it's biminon or shalai biminon, it's going to be allowed. Rabbi Echanan is the most lenient and the Gemara explains Rabbi Echanan's opinion right now. Chometz bismanai bein biminon, bein shalai biminon. Ben Eisentan. Chometz on Pesach, which is Aser Bachil Aser Banochi of Kares. So the Isser is Benais and Tam. Why? Mim Beminai doesn't, didn't we say it's always going to give off flavor? It's keeping the flavor what that was ever there. How can you say it's not giving flavor? Says the Gemara Rabbi Yechon Latameh. Rabbi Yechon is consistent with his Svara, with his reasoning. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, these beloved brother in laws who love to argue. They happen to agree that when it comes to any the only time something that's not allowed to be eaten remains not allowed to be eaten is when you have flavor from it. But the moment there's no flavor, no matter what, it's allowed. What about after Pesach? Okay, so there's no Isser Karis. Bain, uh, there's no Isser Karis after Pesach, and Rabbi Yehuda holds a lot, Rabbi Shibin holds it's uh, just Din Rabbana. So, Shalai Bismani, Bebemina, Beshalai Beminai, whether, no matter what it gets mixed in, Mutarim, you're allowed to eat a mixture of Chomets, Sha'ovalav, Pesach with other things. Why Karebi Yehuda, Karebi Shimon, I'm sorry, like Rabbi Shimon, because if Shimon holds the whole thing in the first place is a Din Rabbanan, the whole thing in the first place is just a rabbinic issue according to Rav Shimon, and since the whole thing is a rabbinic issue, now to add a mixture to the tab is going to make it completely allowed for, completely mutter,
for us to eat it. Okay? So that is the the uh, discussion between Rav, Shmuel, and Rabbi Yechen. Top of tomorrow's daf, daf labed, and this just wraps it up. This is going to move fast, so let's finish up. Let's just keep going till the two dots, because now we're just, the Gemara is going to end off just teaching me the halacha. What's halacha lemaisa? What do I do now? Top of Lamed Amar Rav. Rav says, again, we had Rav, Shmuel, Rabbi Yechen. Amar Rav. Rav says, Hilchasa. Here's the halacha. About chametz shalav a pesach bismana shleib bismana mixtures, chametz bismana. If chametz gets mixed in to matzah on pesach, bein b'mina bein shleib b'mina aser b'masha hu karav. The halacha is we follow rav. If any, even the smallest amount of chametz gets mixed in with pesach dika food on pesach, the whole thing's a problem. Like rav, that's the halacha. What about after Pesach? But once it gets mixed in, once it's a mixture, as long as you have rive allowed, you're allowed to eat it even if it gives flavor. Says the Gemara, Whoa, does Rabba, is he so lenient? About chavish of the bezach that I'm only not allowed to eat and benefit from it uh, by, if it's by itself. At the moment it turns into a mixture, it's allowed. was giving a knas. The guy transgressed uh, uh, only chametz on Pesach. We want to give him a knas. That's not a knas. You know what everybody's going to do? Every guy who wants to do an avera who doesn't want to lose finance, you know what he's going to do? He'll say like this: I'll own my chametz. I'm not going to be chayv karis. It's going to be a lav. Karis only to eat chametz. I'm going to keep my chametz. Rav Shimon says, "Oh, you keep your chametz. I'm going to give you a knas. You can't gain from it after Pesach. You know what I'll do? I'll make a mixture out of it. And now, all of a sudden, I'm allowed to eat it. I didn't really uh, lose out by transgressing the lav. The whole purpose of Rav Shimon's knas falls out the window because I can circumvent his fine. And instead of eating it plain, I'll just turn it into a mixture and shalom al yisrael. I could use it then." Answers the Gemara. Hani mili Shimon's knas was only wet its be'en. But once it turns into a mixture and you can no longer see it, Hitaka didn't make the knas. Rava's leniency is, is also consistent with his whole approach. When I was during the yeshiva of Rav Nachman, when um, uh, he, he would say to us as soon as Pesach was over, Paiku uzvinu chamira debnei chela go a paiku means go out uzvinu and do business uzvinu chamira debnei chela go and do business with the uh, breads of our of the chayalim of the non-Jewish uh, soldiers. So you see that any chamish of a pesach of a non-Jew. Now we don't have a riot from here about a mixture of a Jew. But certainly any chamsh of a Pesach of a non-Jew is going to remain allowed, which follows the opinion of Rabbi Shimon and does not follow the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Therefore, we have Rabbah's opinion is now clarified. And we will pick up, as Hashem, from the two dots on the Lamed Amad Aleph tomorrow evening.